Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. What did you just call me? I said, hi, Maureen. Oh, what did that's you not hear? what I heard. What did you hear? Huh. I think she's a high mean. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I guess if that's the energy we're All starting right. with, that's the energy we can bring into this episode. <laughs> sure. <And you're> like... <laughs> Ugh. So I, I was listening back to um, my half of the audio from the last episode because I needed a reminder of where we left off because I forgot to mark it down in my oh, notes. Oh, no. Well... That, that's okay because think... you always listen to our episodes because you love us right yeah yes yeah always anyways i make the worst mouth noises oh yeah it's oh uh, utterly god. disgusting i edit out oh so much god. of it it's so gross oh my god but it's okay. I don't know how to like, not do it. There was, I was just listening to like this YouTuber I follow and they were doing um, like an interview and they didn't mute themselves during their interview and they like kept clearing their throat. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, you can edit that out. <laughs> Did you not do this in two? Oh, I was like, oh, they must have not done it in like two, like how we do it, like where, yeah. we, where we just like record it on two different things because it's so easy to mute someone. Like, sometimes I'm over here making just the nastiest of noises, but I can mute myself, so. Okay. Um, but that's okay. That's podcasting. And I try to edit it out, yeah. so. I'm glad we both make awful mouth noises. I only yeah. get to hear mine. I think you're just more aware of your own issues. Mistakes. Well, I was just listening to my half of the audio. <laughs> it's not something I notice when I'm listening to the episodes. No, that's because I edit them out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I usually don't listen to just my audio uh, on its own. So that's what it was just like, ooh, ooh, nasty. You're like, stop, <laughs> stop. Please. What is my mouth doing? Why did she do that? Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's okay. It's it's just like a little treat for me. Yeah, these mouth noises are for you, Brenna. Brenna only. Nom, 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 Disgusting. Nom. Don't, don't stop. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. Oh. Do you think I'm doing a good job Read painting anything? my nails? You're doing a very good job painting your nails. <laughs> you see how bad they are? <laughs> no, I can't in this lighting, but I'm sure they're uh, dreadful. Yeah. Really... I mean, beautiful. I'm trying to stop biting them, so I'm like, what if I just paint them? And... Uh, that was working, but then I started chipping off the nail paint, so now I need to cover it with more nail paint. Are you putting, like, something, like, bitter on it so you um, don't I've, chew on it? I have like tried that. I have, tr- I, have tr- I have tried that technique, but the bitter stuff just gets on your food, too. Um, and, oh. yeah. Like, I've, I have attempted that. Um, but I got a manicure with my sister, and the ladies kept, the ladies were doing my nails, making fun of me, so I was like, okay. I have to get another. Oh, I have to get another manicure for their wedding, so I'm like, I can't do that again. I'll like stop for a couple <laughs> weeks, which has been really easy since I'm not at all stressed about the wedding. Oh, not at all. There's no stress here. Well, it's November seventh today. Okay. And that means it's been a week since my apartment has turned into a winter wonderland. Oh, I didn't know you were that. Is it you or your roommate? My roommate loves Christmas. You know, that's fair. She's got the whole place decked out. She's got a nice smelling candle burning right now. It smells like Christmas. I'm not okay with people skipping Halloween, but I am okay with people skipping Thanksgiving. It's it's very cozy. It's a very cozy feeling. It reminds me of, like, coming home during college for the holidays. And that's nice. It's a nice feeling. Yeah, she also she picked up a she picked up um this little like plush guy and it's a shark holding a Christmas present. Adorable. I love it. You done with your Christmas shopping? Yeah. Me, I haven't even started. I'm not embarrassed. I'm poor. No, I was, I'm like, ooh, should I like say this on my podcast? But you know what? I am. Oh, I I'm, think I'm gonna do a Goodwill Christmas. I'm like I'm poor too. That's why I space it out. Oh, I'm going to go to, see, since I just moved to the Portland area, I can get everybody, like, Portland gear. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm in Portland now. You could 
you would literally get just send us all if you sent me a portland magnet you know that's all i want oh i'll probably send you something cat related and cooler well that's valid. but for the family but i'm i'm a big on i'm big on gift giving since my love language is gift giving but like i also try to clarify that i don't expect gifts um but yeah when i give them so um i don't think i like this nail color at all well we'll redo it i have to get it off (laughs) well have you read anything yeah you know i started reading hero the ninth yeah i know i'm very excited that's literally all I need to say, <laughs> and I'll be I'll be continuing to read it. Hopefully, I can finish it before the end of the year. It's a pretty thick one, but I still have like four more books to finish before the end of the year, so I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I believe in you. I have faith. Yeah, my I'm friend... almost on. I'm almost on page 100. Chapters like chapter five was oh, like nice. three pages, and then chapter six was like I'm 90 high, 90 hundred pages. I'm like ah, I can't do this. The inconsistency. <laughs> I hate when chapters fluctuate like that, but I'll take it. I was like, ooh, I'm going to do so good. I already finished a chapter today. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to finish this one. <laughs> yeah, I showed my I showed my friend your notes the other day. They're like, oh, you're holding out on me. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you guys, I'm actively writing notes at, about, like, each chapter I'm reading uh, as I'm Because I out. need the serotonin. Well, no, it, but I'm, well, I like it. I'm also, like, annotating well, yeah, the book too. with little, little flags um oh yeah literally my flags are i want that for the comic i'm making and like i want that visual and then the rest are just "Mm, that's some good i like that i like that sentence (laughs) so yeah there's some good ones um but yeah i'll show you those when it's done excellent very excited i i yeah, but I'm, I'm writing these notes, like, scrawling these notes as I'm working on the elliptical, because that's when I do my reading. Love it. Because that's a dedicated 30 minutes I will read pretty much every day. I haven't been working out as yeah. much recently, just because I've had a lot of time. Um, you know why I've been doing... I did a, yeah. a, a very important project really fast. It turned out beautiful. All right, you ready? Sure. Wait! I need to dive on in. Wait. What? Have you read anything? No. Okay. I just want to remind everyone once again that it was Maureen's idea to always have a book on every single episode, even though she both she knew that neither of us read that fast. So um, I've made a point to have a new okay. suggestion every episode. Interesting. Okay. In my defense, I am a bully. I was reading that fast. No, I was reading that fast when I didn't have a job. <laughs> I'm employed. When I was unemployed. <laughs> Well, that's when, that's, yeah, well, that's when I had the idea, was when I was unemployed. Anyway, yeah, let's start. Because I remember Heart. And I'm Tangletone. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? It's morning. Let's get out of Squirrelpaw needs to find her sister. Oh, I thought we were gonna I thought we were gonna be with uh Leafpaw and I was like, let's get out of prison, but um it makes more sense that Do you think Squirrelpaw got any sleep? I don't think she slept at all. She did sleep because she she overslept. Oh no! What? Or she's well she needs to tell Firestar so he can organize a rescue party and Shrewpaw's outside. And Squirrelpaw's like, where's Firestar? Why didn't Shrewpaw wake her up? Like, Shrewpaw knew. Well, well, Shrewpaw says he went out patrolling with Graystripe, and Squirrelpaw asks, Why didn't you wake me up? Yeah, Shrewpaw, what's your issue? Well, he's sorry. He didn't mention the dream. It it was only a dream, right? Oh my god, Shrewpaw! Shrewpaw's like... No, it was a message from Star Clan. My dad's dead ex came and told me where my sister I, I, was. Okay, we don't need to bring up that. We could just leave it. It was a message from Star nope. Clan. You don't want it. Don't get me started. I'm oh, sorry. Um, and I will say, like, I'm gonna just throw this out here. Um, like, 
if someone like wakes you up in the middle of the night like with like you you were like shut up go back to sleep and they told you well i need to talk to my dad like right away in the morning what yeah that's a bad friend yeah Oh, okay, I I think maybe Shrupa has misunderstood. No, Shrupa's on my naughty list until they until he proves himself to me. So Shrupa, Ooh, get, this get, is a... Shrupa, get busy dying, or else like you know, justify your existence. Controversial for me. opinion. Whatever. People know I have terrible opinions at this point. Although all like the like honestly the gray stripe the gray stripe fans spotted leaf fans are like nodding their heads they're like yeah we know she has terrible opinions but I do love gray stripe do I like any of the choices he's made ever no but I love him love him <laughs> you guys I think right. like honestly the the, the the title of this is Brenna is actually a bully like if Brenna hadn't actually been a bully if I hadn't been such a nerd in high school um i would have been a bully i probably was a bully to someone at least you bully me yeah (laughs) we bully each other (laughs) you you hurt my feelings every week with this podcast that's right and you like it i do (laughs) this is my love language (laughs) trash talking you and making you cry over fictional cats my love language is gift giving her love language is hurting my feelings with fictional cats. Yeah. All right, back to our back to our kids. Oh, yeah. Uh, Squirrel paws like, mm, it's not his fault she overslept though. Okay. Yeah, that's Should've true. Should have woken her, but she did oversleep. But yeah, it's, she's been on a long journey, man. Uh, also, I was about to say, um. I feel like if we get Leafpaw back in one piece, um, and I don't really know how it works with medicine cat trainees, but, like, I think both Squirrelpaw and Leafpaw should get their names, like, stacked. Because I think they've proven themselves, like, more than enough. Medicine cats tend to take a little longer. Just like it takes, just like you have to go to school longer to be a doctor, usually the medicine cat training takes a little longer. Yeah, but I feel like Leafpaw's, like, done enough <laughs> apparently she's the only one who gets to have messages from star clan and by star clan i mean spotted leaf so what yeah you it's know what is, is, is okay 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 i'm sorry okay i'm sorry okay you but here's the thing leaf? you know okay okay, okay no wait, no wait. no no i'm just gonna say this real quick you know spotted okay. leaf isn't going to uh, Cinderpelt, because Cinderpelt would be like, you know, this is actually really weird <laughs> that you're really that obsessed with him. Cinderpelt will call it out. But you know what? What? Spotted Leaf, Spotted Leaf did die trying to protect Cinderpelt as a kitten, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so why doesn't she show up to her? Yeah, that'd be cool. That would have been, hey, another cool idea of things you could have done with Spotted Once Leaf. Once again, things that you could have done with Spotted Leaf to make her not suck. All right. Well, Shrewpaw asks if she really saw Leafpaw, and she says yes. And she smelled Wind Clan and Fire uh, Wind Clan and Fire Clan, Wind Clan and River Clan. Blah. Well, Shrewpaw says there's already been some successful hunting today, so that should put Firestar in a good mood. I think if you tell her her daughter's in- alive and just imprisoned, it won't like ruin his mood. No, and that Squirrelpaw knows where. She is. Yeah, I think he'll be really hyped about this. Brambleclaw is carrying a, a bowl to Ferncloud, and she blinks at him as if she doesn't have the strength to thank him. And Squirrelpaw notices how small her kits are, barely old enough to leave the nursery, let alone go on such a long journey. If Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw succeeded in persuading the clan to leave the forest, how many cats would never see their new home? Uh, Yeah, I I said that last time. Yeah, it's depressing. But right now, she can't think of going anywhere before she rescues Leafpaw. Right. Can't go without her sister. So she goes to Brambleclaw and tells him that she knows where Leafpaw is. Starclan came to her in a dream. We need to go rescue her. Brambleclaw asks if Firestar's organizing a rescue party. Squirrelpaw says he's out on patrol. But if he came with her... They could rescue Leafpaw together. Is she mad? 
rescue her for a two-leg nest? They won't stand a chance on their own. It's not a two-leg nest, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a little shack. It's, like sh- a, it's a shack. Shed, but they don't know the difference. They don't yeah. know the difference. Well, I think they should learn. <laughs> you know what? They don't know the difference between the monsters. They don't know the difference between the nests. If they learn a little bit about the culture. <laughs> the we earth- need a two-leg scholar. We we do. <gasps> Another career opportunity that doesn't involve. Well, career. this would actually involve a little bit of danger. It would actually some dangerous field work. And actually, they could probably. This would be a good way to like kind of befriend rogues and um, kitty pets. I know we're kitty like, pets. Ugh, uh, but like, oh, we hate kitty pets. But like, we don't have to accept the kitty pet way of life to learn a little bit more. Because like, a kitty pet could tell us a lot of things. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Uh, if you meet a two-leg, just, like, roll over and show your belly. They will go for it, but if you don't immediately bite them, they might give you food. They will try to capture you, though. Squirrelpaw says that StarClan must want her to rescue Leafpaw now. Otherwise, Spotted Leaf would have come earlier. She must be in more danger than ever. Brambleclaw says to wait until Firestar gets back. And Squirrelpaw can't believe what she's hearing. Does this mean he won't help her? Well, Brambleclaw says it means that he won't let her go on such a dangerous mission. What if they got themselves caught? No one else knows the way through the mountains. Who would lead ThunderClan to their new home? Squirrelpaw says he wasn't like this when they were traveling. He agreed to go back and rescue Stormfur. And look what happened to Feathertail when we did. Bwomp, bwomp. All right, that's like that. You're compa- comparing apples and oranges here. I'm saying like bringing the full force of our like full team here of actually trained warriors and to go get my well squirrel pot. No, squirrel paw is saying let's go partner in crime get my sister. Oh, so. She's saying, this is my sister, what don't you understand about this? And Brambleclaw does. He just wants her to wait until Firestar gets back. Oh my god, their first To, you know, fight. send a patrol. I'm just kidding. Their entire relationship has They been fight fights. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you won't help me now. Squirrelpaw can't keep the desperation from her voice. Brambleclaw says they'll wait for Firestar. He'll send a patrol. They need more warriors. True. But Squirrelpaw can't bear to listen anymore. Oh my god, Squirrelpaw. She spits. That she didn't think he of all cats would let her down. And stalks away into the trees. Rushing paw steps behind her make her stop and look around. She hopes it's Brambleclaw coming to tell her that he's changed his mind. But it's Sorreltail. She heard what Squirrelpaw was saying. If Starclan told her where Leafpaw is... They must want her rescued as soon as possible. Squirrelpaw says, yeah, that's what I thought. But Brambleclaw won't help her. I will, Sorreltail says. She couldn't stop Leafpaw from being taken, but she'd do anything to get her back. Do you mean it? And Squirrelpaw tries to ignore the jealousy she feels. Why shouldn't Leafpaw had made new friends while she was away? Of course, Sorreltail says. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That was weird. Okay. Your sister's allowed to have friends, you weirdos. Oh, she's. She just. Squirrelpaw, you've made new friends. Let your sister have some new friends. Yeah. Squirrelpaw dashes through the forest with Sorreltail on her heels. They they race past the ravine of the abandoned camp and headed for the great sycamore. They scramble over snake rocks. And by the time they reach the clearing, Squirrelpaw is trembling. Fear grips her from ear tips to tail. Squirrelpaw isn't sure what to do next. The clearing is busy with two legs. But StarClan brought her here. They have faith in her. And she points out the nest that Spotted Leaf had led her to. The door was open. But she freezes as a two-leg comes out with a cage. It has a mangy tabby inside, and the two-leg pushes it into the belly of a waiting monster, then goes back in and comes out with another cage. Oh, crap! 
Squirrelpaw stares in horror. Leafpaw! She doesn't think. She just dashes out from the oh trees as the two oh, leg puts crap. Leafpaw in the monster. They're both gonna get kidnapped now. Leafpaw sees her and she shouts for Squirrelpaw to get away. The two leg turns and sees her. And he puts down Leafpaw's cage and chases Squirrelpaw. <laughs> as Squirrelpaw's heart is about to burst with fear, Sorreltail explodes from the bushes with a snarl. Sorreltail claws the two-legs paw and grabs Squirrelpaw by the scruff and hauls her into the trees. They run together until Squirrelpaw skids to a halt. Sorreltail tells her to keep running. They're not going to give up that easy. Squirrelpaw asks, what about Leafpaw? Sorreltail asks if she wants to join her. Squirrelpaw is too terrified to think. So she runs. They finally come to a halt at Snake Rocks. And Graystripe's there. Oh. He asks what's going on. He's with Thornclaw and Rainwhisker on patrol. That was easy. Also, we're running out of time. Squirrel- we gotta go get that kid. Well, yeah, Squirrelpaw's like, we found Leafpaw, but the two legs are going to take her away. Brambleclaw also emerges from the bushes because he was looking for Squirrelpaw. <laughs> and he asks if she's okay. And she hisses that she found Leafpaw, and they need to rescue her now, or she'll never find her again. Graystripe looks to the ThunderClan warriors. This is a battle they can fight. Squirrelpaw leads them back to the two legs. She now has five warriors at her side. She's going to rescue her sister. All right. All right. You want to give me a cat fact? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen and friends of all genders, we are here on this momentous occasion. This is the final red carpet for the final premiere of Cat Facts. Cats who act. I don't know about you, Maureen, but I think I see a revamp in the future, possibly. Maybe some sequels. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Finally, my host is actually reacting the way she should be. You've been... You're reacting... I... You know what? Let's save it for after the red carpet is over, because I see that limo pulling up, and it's... That's a... That's a guy. That's a that's just a regular guy. Why like, like why a, like a why is why is Marlon Brando here? Marlon Brando is. I here. would also like to know why <laughs> Marlon Brando is here. Because I couldn't find the name of this cat. Um, I actually couldn't find like anything about this cat, but I did like this fact. Um, okay. So, uh, on the set of The Godfather. Uh, you do you know like the infamous scene, the famous scene where Marlon Brando, you know, playing as a uh, Don Corleone, he is sitting and he's petting a yeah. cat. Yes. So that was unscripted. Oh. Yeah. So uh, the, the the director, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, he had earlier that day found a cat running around the studio, and he just grabbed it. He was like, oh, cool. And he handed it. Look. He handed it to Marlon Brando before the scene started. Um, Marlon Brando was, like, known to be, like, a cat lover. And. Ah. Yeah. And so (laughs) the whole scene where he's petting this cat was unscripted. And, like, people are like, whoa. Oh, my God. There's so much, like. Oh, this like the, the 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 symbolism that he's like telling him like ooh these are my hidden claws like you know I'm telling you about you know how I'm uh, I'm what my ideas of friendship are and like look how calm and comforting I can be but every kitty has its claws oh the symbolism so great but in reality neither Marlon Brando or Francis Ford Coppola like planned that they were just like haha kitty <laughs> hold the kitty and do the scene <laughs> like that I just love that um. <laughs> And beautiful. Apparently, they actually had to um, overdub the dialogue because uh, not because Marlon Brando had done like a a poor job like speaking, um, but yeah. because the cat was purring so loudly that oh. it, it wrecked the audio. So uh, the so kitty sweet. was really happy to be there. Um, 
I I tried to find um more about like what happened to the cat, like did someone take the cat. Yeah. Nada. Nothing. Um, no. I'm imagining it was like similar to like a barn cat. There was probably just like feral cats that ran around set. Um because you know there's people yeah. anywhere that where people and food will be, cats will be, because mice will be there. So Yeah. I, I I don't know, but I like to think if someone my preferred timeline is someone did take the cat and adopt the cat. Yes. But I think more realistically that cat just like lived on that set. So I'm sure someone was feeding them. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure. And I imagine yeah. that they wouldn't be against cats like being on a set to like one keep rodents away. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was our cat fact. And well, thank yeah, you, Runa. We'll do more cat movie stars. I just liked that one a lot. Um, it I already knew about that, but I just think it's hilarious. I did can, not. There, if you like was... Google the cat, like the first question is like, what's the symbolism? And then the second thing is like, <laughs> y'all know that wasn't even on purpose. I think it was cool, but no, super cool. Yeah. And I like that both Marlon Brando was just like, oh, cool cat. It's a cat. I'm gonna hold it. Oh, wait, and then... They're like, Marlon, Marlon, can you put down the cat for the scene? And he's like, no. And I think, like, like neither, like, the director or him were like, no, he's holding the cat. He's gotta pet the cat. Um, yeah, you gotta pet the cat. Like, if he sat down and the cat sat on his lap, he can't move. Like, he can't. And Marlon Brando did have his own cat. I don't know the cat's name. But he was quoted as saying once that I live in my cat's house, which if you own a cat, that is how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. All right. Are you ready for our our heist? I guess. I'm so ready to finally, like, not be in a split timeline. Greystripe gives the orders. He and Thornclaw will attack the two-leg. And while he's distracted... Sorreltail, Brambleclaw, and Rainrusker can let the other cats out. Greystripe tells Squirrelpaw to stay on lookout. She's not going to do that. Of course not. She's going to get her sister out of that monster. Greystripe reluctantly agrees. He's like, I'm not stopping this kid. He's he's like, oh, jeez. Squirrelpaw sees Brambleclaw looking at her with worried eyes. She wants to tell him to stop treating her like a kit. They face greater dangers together on the journey to the Sundrown place. Graystripe gets ready. Once the two-leg comes out with another cat, they'll surprise him. Mud sucks on Squirrelpaw's paws as she scrambles into position. They wait, frozen in the sticky mud. It's sticky. The two-leg emerges with another cage. Now! Graystripe sinks his claws into the two-leg's leg and he drops the cage. It cracks open when it hits the ground. It's Mistyfoot! (gasps) Hey! And she doesn't spare a moment before hurling herself at the two-leg's other leg, hissing in rage. She, like, just explodes out of there and is ready for violence. Thornclaw joins them. Brambleclaw leads Sorreltail and Squirrelpaw into the monster, and the fear scent is so overpowering that she freezes for a moment. Then she sees Leafpaw. Her sister wails for her, and she rushes to tug at the catch of the cage. She pulls as hard as she can, and it springs open, sending her flying back. Leafpaw's at her side, rubbing her muzzle against her sister. It's really you, Leafpaw breathed. Squirrelpaw says Spotted Leaf told her where to find her. And Leafpaw says she can tell her everything later. Now they need to get all these cats out. They go to the nearest one to tug at the catches. Unfamiliar cats leap around them as they worked on the cages, one after another. Most of them had been rogues who had fled without saying so much as thank you. Squirrelpaw is pushed aside by Mistyfoot running for the cage at the end. Sasha! She starts clawing at the catch. Squirrelpaw nudges her out of the way and uses her teeth. The cage opens. Mistyfoot tells Sasha to get out. 
Sasha looks around at the other closed cages and hesitates, but Mistyfoot promises that they'll take care of it. Sasha nods and leaps from the monster. Only a few cages were left. Leafpaw looks around and tells Squirrelpaw that Cloudtail and Brightheart are still in the nest. She should go help free them. Leafpaw has to get Cody out. Squirrelpaw goes to the nest to see another two-leg has arrived to help. She's almost knocked over by another rogue fleeing as she enters the nest. Cloudtail is out, and he and Rainwhisker are clawing at Brightheart's catch. We can't open it! Cloudtail's voice rises with panic. Squirrelpaw tells them to use their teeth. Cloudtail bites down, trembling with the effort as he pulls. It still won't open. More two-leg voices sound outside and Greystripe races into the nest and yowls that there are too many. They need to get out of here. Head for the trees. But Brightheart is still trapped, Squirrelpaw yelled. Greystripe promises that he'll take care of her and pushes Squirrelpaw out with his nose. He shoved Cloudtail and Rainwhisker out of the way and tells them to go. Cloudtail doesn't move. He stares in horror at Brightheart's cage. Her face is pressed against the mesh, but Rainwhisker is able to bundle Cloudtail out the door. Squirrelpaw spares one last glance and follows. Two legs were everywhere, howling in rage. One lunges for Squirrelpaw, but she dodges them, following Cloudtail and Rainwhisker into the trees. Rainwhisker kept running, but Cloudtail skid to a halt to watch what was happening. Squirrelpaw joined him. Leafpaw and a tabby that she didn't know were running towards them. Hurry, Squirrelpaw screeches as a two-leg is gaining on them. And she's willing them to outrun the two-leg. Squirrelpaw notices Brighthearth at the doorway of the nest. Greystripe had been able to get her out. Brightheart hurls herself towards the trees, knocking the two-leg chasing Leafpaw off balance and into the mud. Thank you, Brightheart. Leafpaw and the tabby reached the safety of the bushes, and Squirrelpaw is already rubbing her nose along Leafpaw's cheek. She's breathing in her familiar scent, and she whispers that she's sorry they were nearly too late. Leafpaw is panting hard. She thought she'd never see her again. Where's Brambleclaw? <coughs> Squirrelpaw feels a jolt of alarm and scents the air. She smells Thornclaw and Sorreltail then recognizes Brambleclaw's fur snagged on a thorn. If he made it this far, he must have escaped, and she trembles with relief. She asks Leafpaw if Mistyfoot got out. Leafpaw says once the last cat was free, she headed towards the trees. Then everyone escaped. Squirrelpaw breathed a sigh of relief. Woo! We think. Brightheart crashes into the bushes, eyes wide with terror. Graystripe, she gasps. Where is he? Squirrelpaw demands. Oh, God! Cloudtail leaps at Brightheart, licking her all over. He never should have left her. Squirrelpaw asks again where Graystripe is. Oh, Graystripe! <laughs> no, it's because Brightheart I gave panted. him crap earlier! One of them grabbed Graystripe. Not, not... He's already been through so much, not Dad. Squirrelpaw peers through the undergrowth. Firestar's gonna be a two so leg mad at is... us. A two-leg is closing the belly of the monster. Wow. And the monster roars to life and begins to pull away. Oh my god, he's gonna get Squirrelpaw's... neutered. <laughs> Squirrelpaw's stomach flips. A lone face peers from inside oh! the monster. A face she's known since she was a kid. No! A face that gazes desperately at the trees as the monster speeds up and races away. This is so sad. Graystripe. Stormfur's gonna be so mad. Gasps. Oh, poor Stormfur. Stormfur's gonna be like, my sister's dead, my mom's dead, my dad's been kidnapped. Can I have a good day? I should have stayed with the clan cat. I should have stayed with the tribe cats. <laughs> 
Leafpaw watches in horror as the monster pulls away. Her world is spinning. The two legs start to run towards the trees, waving their paws. They're not safe yet. Brambleclaw explodes from the undergrowth behind them and tells them to run. We gotta go, guys. <laughs> he races to Squirrelpaw and gives her a shove. Squirrelpaw drags her horrified gaze from the clearing to Brambleclaw. What about Graystripe? He's dead. Brambleclaw hisses that there's nothing they can do for him here. They need to leave. Which way? Cody yowls. And Brambleclaw tells them to follow him. Leafpaw hadn't seen Brambleclaw since he'd left the forest with Squirrelpaw. He's a very different cat. An experienced, confident warrior, calmly issuing commands in the chaos of the danger they're all still in. Leafpaw can ask where they'd been later. <laughs> now she follows Squirrelpaw and Cody. Oh! Cloudtail and Brightheart pass them, so close their fur is touching. Ahead is Sorreltail and Rainwhisker with Mistyfoot. All the trapped cats were free, but they had lost Graystripe. And I'm assuming Gorsetail got out. We don't mention him, but I am assuming he ran the other way towards Windclan. <laughs> Gorsetail's like, I am not going to go the same way as Mistyfoot. No, Mistyfoot is ready to uh, murder. Yeah, Mistyfoot would. Yeah. Two legs are crashing through the forest behind them. But once they got over snake rocks, the two legs were far enough behind to slow their pace. Cody falls into step beside Leafpaw. They come to the great sycamore where the other cats were sprawled across the ground, exhausted. Cody asks if they're safe now, and Leafpaw assures her that the two legs won't catch them now. What about foxes and badgers? Cody asks. Probably. Aren't these woods full of all kinds of dreadful things? <laughs> like wildcats? Leafpaw jokes weakly, and she collapses next to her clanmates. <laughs> Rainwhisker is asking if they're sure that two legs got Graystripe. Squirrelpaw says she saw. Thornclaw argues that he was fighting like a Tiger Clan cat. They couldn't have caught him. Squirrelpaw says there were too many. Mistyfoot dips her head towards Squirrelpaw. She owes him her life. She thought they would never escape. And she looks intently at Squirrelpaw. You saved us. Squirrelpaw says it wasn't just her. They all risked their lives. It was my, my dad's obsessive ex. What, that was never his actual ex. <laughs> Leafpaw studies her sister. That was the response of a warrior, not an apprentice. Squirrelpaw looks leaner and stronger much fitter than any of the ThunderClan warriors. Leafpaw licks at her patchy, unkempt fur. And for the first time, she feels awkward around her sister. What does she say when so much has happened since they last saw each other? Mm. What will the two legs do to him, Sorreltail wailed. And Leafpaw wishes she could comfort her, but what could she say? May StarClan help him, Thornclaw murmurs. StarClan is helpless against the two legs, Squirrelpaw spat. Leafpaw reminds her that StarClan was with them today, and they gave her the strength to face the two legs. They will look after Graystripe. I guess. Tail touches her muzzle. Probably not, because if it's just if it's just if it's just if it's just spotted leaf up there, she'd be like, "Finally, another competition out of the way. Now a murder sandstorm." That was her plan all along. <laughs> oh my god! The ghost lady wants to kill your dad. Sorreltail touches her muzzle to leaf paws. Thanks, Star Clan. The two legs didn't take her as well. She murmurs. Squirrelpaw saw her in a dream, and she insisted they rescue her. Leafpaw looks gratefully to was her it, clanmates. Was it was it Dad's weird, like obsessive dead? <sighs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. I thought Squirrelpaw's like, oh yeah, you too. Oh my God. Oh, gross. This is gross. 
Well, it wasn't just her they saved. You saved all of us, Cody agrees, coming to stand at Leafpaw's side. Sorreltail pulled away from Leafpaw. Who are you? She demands. Sorreltail's a little jealous. Okay. <laughs> Who are you, Cody? You're gonna have to get Leafpaw. used to that because she like has a lot of girlfriends. Leafpaw introduces Cody. She kept her from feeling sorry for herself and made her believe they could escape. Sorreltail sniffs. She's a kitty pet? And? Rainwhisker sits up and Thornclaw flattens his ears. Cody says yes, she's a kitty pet. Brambleclaw comes over to Cody and she tries not to flinch. He offers to show her the way back to Two-Leg Place. But Leafpaw says it's not safe to go that way yet. Squirrelpaw says they'll be safer at camp. Why doesn't Cody come with them for now? Eh, no thank you. I want my kitty pet food. And you guys are weird. Cody You're gonna indoctrinate me in your creepy religion. Then I'll have some weird ghost lady talking to my kids. Also, I'm like, I'm spayed or whatever. You guys don't want me around. Leafpaw assures her that she'll be welcome. Mm. And she looks to Brambleclaw and Rainwhisker, hoping she's right. Doubt. Brambleclaw says Firestar won't turn away a cat in trouble. No, he won't. He's weird like won't that. Your won't your two legs be missing you? Sorreltail asks pointedly. Cody says, of course. But it's not safe to go that way alone, and she doesn't want to put any more of them in danger. Leafpaw promises they'll get her home as soon as it's safe. Sorreltail sighs. They should be going. She looks to Brambleclaw. What are we going to tell Firestar about Graystripe? <laughs> yikes! yikes! They make their way back to Sunning Rocks in miserable silence. Squirrelpaw explains that they had to abandon camp. Brightheart asks how the kits are. And Squirrelpaw admits that they aren't as well fed as they should be. Brambleclaw mutters that they should leave now before they get any weaker. Thorncloth flashes him a sharp glance. Leafpaw's confused. He and Squirrelpaw just got back. How could they talk about leaving already? They come to the top of the slope overlooking the river. Leafpaw's comforted to find it's still there in spite of everything happening in the forest. Mistyfoot goes to the riverbank and she calls back to them. She honors the Thunderclan warriors for rescuing her and she mourns the loss of Greystripe with them. And then she plunges into the river. The ThunderClan cats head to Sunning Rocks, and Leafpaw picks up her pace, eager to be back with her clan, and Cody matches her step for step. Are you sure they won't mind her coming back with them? Cody whispered. But Leafpaw hardly heard her. She had just spotted Firestar. The sun lit up his fiery pelt. He looked thin and tired. How could she tell him they lost Graystripe rescuing her? Firestar smells them and jumps down to greet them, tail high. Leafpaw, you're safe! He licks her ears, a purr throbbing in his throat. I missed you so much, Leafpaw says, pushing her face into the familiar warmth of his pelt. Thanks, StarClan, I have both of you back, Firestar says. Brambleclaw and Squirrelpaw wait at the bottom of the slope with the other warriors, while Cody hung back by the trees. Cloudtail and Brightheart shot past them. Whitepaw, we're back! And Whitepaw leaps to her paws. You escaped! She hurls herself down the slope to meet her mother and father, and she's purring with delight. Cloudtail wraps his tail around her while Brightheart licks her so fiercely Whitepaw has to duck away. Oh, they're all back together. Where's Sandstorm? Sandstorm okay. comes racing down the rocks, and she nudges Firestar out of the way. <laughs> move! She, Mama move. time! Leafpaw, did they hurt her? Sandstorm starts to lick the stench of two-leg nests from her daughter's pelt. And Leafpaw promises that she's fine. Firestar asks how they escaped. Squirrelpaw rescued us, Leafpaw tells him. 
and she delightful she delightedly fights to keep her balance against her mother's eager grooming. Oh, it's so cute. Squirrelpaw explains how Spotted Leaf led her to Leafpaw in a dream. Okay. And Sorreltail adds that they couldn't wait to go back to camp, but they ran into Graystripe, Brambleclaw, Thornclaw, and Rainwhisker near Snake Rocks. Brambleclaw says Graystripe led the rescue. He assessed the danger and decided that it was worth saving all the trapped cats. Graystripe, Firestar murmured. He should have known he'd try something foolish. And he looks around for his <laughs> dearest friend. Where is he? Leafpaw feels the rock sway beneath her paws. And Sandstorm stops her grooming, sensing something was wrong. Firestar tilts his head. Why didn't he come back with them? Leafpaw sees him read her expression, and his face fell. The two legs caught him, she tells her father. Squirrelpaw says they trapped him in a monster and took him away. Graystripes, gone? Firestar whispered. He sat down. Leafpaw's legs trembled. Her father had never seemed more beyond her reach. Brambleclaw stares at Firestar, grief-stricken. He says they should have gotten a bigger patrol. He should have stopped Graystripe. He's sorry. And Firestar stares at Brambleclaw, a fire burning in his eyes. And for a moment, Leafpaw is afraid that he's going to take out his pain on the young warrior. And beside her, Squirrelpaw unsheathes her claws. And Leafpaw wonders if she'd really defend Brambleclaw against their father. This is Squirrelpaw. She'd fight her dad. Yeah. Brambleclaw meets Firestar's gaze without flinching. Firestar tells him that he's brought back his daughter and Cloudtail and Brightheart. Graystripe will find his way back to them. Firestar has to believe he will return, or everything will be lost. Sandstorm presses her cheek to Firestar's shoulder, and Firestar turns away and goes to the shadowy overhang, and he looks old beyond his years. Sandstorm follows, her voice drifting over the rocks. She tells him that they have both their daughters back, a miracle they hadn't dared hope for. Firestar says Graystripe would have sacrificed himself for them in an instant. And that is why he'll always be a good friend, Sandstorm says. She sits beside her mate and curls her tail around him. Leafpaw, Cody hisses from the trees. Is everything okay? <laughs> Cody, shut up! Leafpaw can't answer. She's staring at her father with a pain so great she can barely breathe. Squirrelpaw runs her tail down her flank and tells her not to worry. Firestar will be alright as long as he believes Graystripe will return. But they trapped him in a monster, Rainwhisker repeats. Rainwhisker. <laughs> Mousefur looks grim. She says Firestar will have to pick a new deputy before Moon High. Squirrelpaw's eyes flash oh, with God, rage and right. she rounds on Mousefur. She's acting like Graystripe is dead. Mm. He's not dead. He will come back. They must not give up hope. I'm going to give you a little taste of chapter 9. Oh, ooh. I'm going to rip this bandit off. A mournful yowl echoes around the rocky cleft. Okay. Leafpaw jolts away. What? What? What is it? Cody whispered. She had slept beside Leafpaw in the apprentice's gully last night. Leafpaw says it sounded like fern cloud. But she can only see dust pelt from here. 
Dustpelt stood on the forest slope, silhouetted by the early morning light. A kit dangled limply oh, from his jaws. God. As he carried it away, Burnt Cloud cried out. Another? Leafpaw races to her side and asks what happened. Holly Kit is dead, Fern Cloud whispers. Dustpelt has gone to bury her. She woke up, and Holly Kit was so cold. Her voice cracks with grief. She had licked her and licked her, but she wouldn't wake up. Sorrow grips Leafpaw's heart. What kind of medicine cat was she if she didn't see how close to death Holly Kit was? Yeah, so, uh, we just lost another baby. Uh, is it dark and of me to say it's gonna, it's gonna at least make the dirty a little easier? Oh, yeah, that is bad. Wow! <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I will. <sighs> Yep. Oh, and you were just saying how much you loved Graystripe. I know. Well. Bye. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Firestar is super sad. Dustpelt and Ferncloud are also super sad. Leafpaw is super Everybody's kind of pretty sad right now. Yeah, this is just a depressing episode. I don't know if I can turn it around. Um, but so I guess I'll do our usual <laughs> plug. Uh, if you guys want to be sad with <laughs> us, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast. If you want to contact us and cry into our inbox, uh, it is uh, WCWITCast at gmail.com. And God, I promise I'm reading those tomorrow <laughs> and answering every single one of them. God. And if you want to help out the and getting back on Twitter, and if you want to help out the podcast, <laughs> best thing you can do is to share this episode with a friend and be like, "Hey, cat heist! It's cat that's, heist. That it's not sad at yeah, all. No, no, don't lie. Tell them it's very sad. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, well, I remember heart. Yeah, I'm tangled tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.